Thank you so, so much to our recent supporters on our Buy Me A Coffee page. There have been quite a few donations that have rolled in this past couple of weeks, and we're really grateful for all of the support you guys have shown. Remember, we're still fundraising until the end of this season. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to the Racisms Podcast. We're your hosts, Jazlyn and Lisa. We decided that this world could use more cross-cultural conversations that seek healing over division, understanding over ignorance, and a better world overall. Welcome back to the Racism Podcast, where we have cross-cultural conversations to make this world a better place. I'm Lisa, co-host of the podcast with Jaslyn. Hey. And today we'd like to do a fun episode, like the Christmas episode we did in season two, and talk about our bucket lists. This was actually another podcast idea we had before Racism Podcast. Yes. I don't know how we came up with this idea, but we definitely started talking about both of our bucket lists and how they were super long and how it wasn't like a typical bucket list, which usually it's like places people want to visit. But we had like stretch, you know, stretch goals and also very attainable run of the mill things that we wanted to do. So, yeah, let's discuss our bucket list. Yeah, we have a few uh, topics that we want to discuss. And then, of course, we want to hear from you all about your bucket list and your feedback on ours. So the first one I wanted to talk about is what do you think is your loftiest, like unattainable goal on your bucket list, Jaslyn? Unattainable? Is that what lofty Maybe means? not, you know. Yeah, um, you know, like pretty far out there. Well, let's see. I wanted to do a round the world trip. Um, apparently there's this flight you can book with airlines that you know it's called a round the world flight and you just book stops along the way until you get all the way around the world back to your starting point um and so that sounds pretty fun a little lofty i don't know how much those things cost but that's one of the loftier goals on my list what about you know where would well i want to know where would you stop like how long would this trip take you you think I think at least three months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on how many stops you do. So if we go, if we're going, let's see, what's this? To the east, mm-hmm. uh, I would probably go somewhere in Europe first. Then I will go down to West Africa. Maybe even more farther down to Namibia maybe go to the Maldives because apparently that's very very nice Thailand Fiji then go to South America maybe Uruguay just because I like the name of the country (laughs) Brazil (laughs) go up through the Caribbean and then back Mm. all right Sounds good. You kind of do a zigzag. Zigzag? I don't know. Yeah, because you went from like, you went from uh, Africa and then you went 
all the way to, would you say, Thailand? Yeah, it's not that far. I mean, all the way back. To, oh, I guess you go. If you look at a map, the or, world is not that big. It's like, it's not that large. <laughs> Africa is kind of, you know, next to Asia a little bit right there. You know, they're all connected. I don't know if you've ever seen a map, but, are. you know, you just go <laughs> that way. And uh, I guess in the middle, I would like to stop at Jordan. So would that make you feel better? I go to Jordan, then yeah, Thailand. A little, a little middle, middle Eastern, middle Europe. Yes. Area. Yeah. I knew I had a um, a former college mate who did not a round the world flight, but he like quit his job and was just traveling for I think a year and a half, maybe two years. Um, I don't know if I would do it his way. His way was, you know backpacking style mm. hostile living type situation i would want a little step above the hostel <laughs> maybe a basic <laughs> hotel at least um but yeah yeah around the world trip is on my bucket list that sounds like a a really big undertaking so i know a lot of planning <laughs> yes involved but yeah. Would you want to travel by yourself or with someone? With a trip like that, it'd probably be better to travel by yourself. Mm. Just because, you know, itineraries may be different. You know, somebody might want to do something. You might want to do something else. It's a lot of coordination. Yeah. Like well, I said, I'm a planner. Friend. I like to, you know, I like to, you know, have a plan. Somebody might be like a laissez-faire, like my friend. So the friend who was on his world tour, I actually met up with him in Japan. Mm -hmm. You know, I told him I was going to Japan. And he was like, oh, I'll meet you over there. So we met over there and he's the laissez-faire, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be here type person. And I'm like, no, I want to see things. <laughs> like I want to go here and there and do this and that. And so by the end of our little time together, I was like, ugh, let me get out of here. <laughs> You don't want to do nothing, man. You try to spend no money. So, yes. <laughs> you know, if if I do travel with someone, it has to, the the uh, intentions or the, you know, what they want the to do vibe. has to align. Yes, yeah, has yeah, to vibe. Yeah. It has yeah. to be a good vibe. Your travel buddy has to be, like, picked out strategically. Yes. Yeah. But it would be fun to meet, like, a different person at a different stop. I think that, that would probably be fun. Yeah. If you see, you know, you meet someone at each of your stops and then you hang out with them in that stop. Yes. And then you leave like them. Like a day. Like a day, not a like day, a whole week. two days yeah. max. Yeah. <laughs> or however found, long they want. Yeah, because I found when I traveled by myself, it was kind of lonely because there was no one else to like experience like the highs and lows. So that's all the only reason why. That's true. It's like, like you don't really have a witness to your yeah. whole trip. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, you have a witness for a couple days, which is fine. I mean, I take pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Very cool. But yeah, that's one of my goals. That's nice. Yes, wanna, and then I'll talk about mine. My loftiest goal is to win a Nobel Prize. Uh, whenever they have an engineering category, I'll be vying for that. But currently, they do not. Um, and I'm not a chemist or a physicist or. You well, know. you can get a piece. 
I don't know. Like, I feel like you got to do something, like, you know, worthy of humanity's praise to get a peace prize. Yeah, like, you got to do, do something, something engineering uh-huh. worthy and get a peace prize. You know what I mean? Like uh, Maybe if it, it solves, a, like, a major issue with humanity, like you solve climate change mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. You just fix it. I'm not... I'm not going to do that. That's not going to be me. Look, this is a lofty <laughs> goal. Like, what do you plan on doing to achieve this Nobel Prize? What are, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it, it's one of those things just to kind of always have out of reach, but always striving toward. I am trying to improve humanity. You know, I, I, I've, I've thought of ways like um, like a Twitter campaign to, like, get everyone to change their light bulbs or something. You know, could you win a peace prize by? No. <laughs> well, did did that um, teenager Greta something something Greta? Yes. Did she win a peace prize? Yeah, but she like didn't she, like, she about do a solo change? sale? Yes, and then she's also an activist, right? Like she speaks out against uh, right. So just be an activist, Lisa. It's that easy? Yeah, I mean that's not really my personality either. But I'll, I'll I don't. Okay, so you just want to win a prize. You don't have any idea how or what. Yes, right. I have no plan. I'm just hoping that it just comes and like lands in my lap. <laughs> that sounds like yeah. I hate to say it, but Fawaz is very similar. <laughs> He's like, you know, whatever is meant to be will be, man. I'm like, okay, you have to do <laughs> things to get. <laughs> Sometimes you just you need know, take some steps. Towards your goal. Mm, that's true. No, uh, you know, you're right. I'm not seriously believing that a Nobel Prize or a Nobel Peace Prize would fall on my lap. <laughs> but I also do not have any definite plan. And I think that people who, like, do good things, whether that's, like, scientifically or, like, humanitarian-wise, like, they are not looking to get that prize. It just, it's because it comes out of their, their being. Exactly. So you got to, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping that I am that person naturally, eventually, is what I'm saying. That's right. So maybe it's, it's more like, of a character goal. <laughs> you want to be worthy of a Nobel Prize. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, you want to I'll live your life friends. to be worthy of a Nobel Prize. That's a good one. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll alter that bucket list item. Mm. You could be a, um, a laureate. You can write something amazing. Oh gosh! <laughs> Literature prize. I don't think that's 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 really outside of my skill set. <laughs> hey, we're talking goals here. That's true. That's true. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discount it. And you have time because the youngest laureate ever awarded was 41. So wow. that's the youngest. I mean, that means the sky's the limit here. That's true. <laughs> you're right in the prime. Really you're like right, you know, <laughs> you just get started now. It's true. And uh, very true. Yeah, get the get the Nobel Prize in literature. All right. Well, we talked about our loftiest goal. Should we talk about our most realistic goal, but still challenging? Yes. So my most I have a lot of realistic goals that are easy. Can easily be done, um, but my most realistic goal that's still challenging, I think, is 
to keep a journal for a year. Like daily journaling. Yeah, like a daily journal for a year. You know, I yeah. get, I have times where I write and then I was like, I just forget. I, just, I need to build a habit mm. to do it. Do you keep a journal? I know you used to do you? bullet journals, right? I still do that, but that's mostly for like scheduling. It's not for writing down thoughts or gratitude or anything. I'm very, I'm terrible at journaling for a year. I always start and January 13th, <laughs> I stop. Oh, dang. Can it be a <laughs> weekly? Can I do, is that a thing? A weekly yeah. journal? Yeah, if you like weekly, week. like look back on your week. Yeah, I think that's a great start. Okay. Well, I'll try that. Mm-hmm. 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 I look back monthly. That's monthly? That's, I'll forget because, you know, it's, it's today. July 17th is when we're recording this. I was shocked when I realized it was halfway through the month. I said it was just 4th of July. What happened? <laughs> this is crazy. Mm. So I think weekly. Yeah. For me, monthly is not hard because I do schedule. I do use a bullet journal to schedule every week and every day. So then I do remember the things I've done. Yeah. Okay. That's that's great. (laughs) You can do it. I believe in you. Do you need like a pretty journal? Are you going digital? I have plenty of plenty of empty journals upstairs. <laughs> I keep buying them. Yeah. Not starting them. Uh-huh. They're too pretty. Uh-huh. That's the problem. The journals are too pretty to write in. And I don't want to mess it up. Mm-hmm. But yes, I, know the feeling. I think a weekly uh-huh. journal is attainable. Mm-hmm. I'll try that. It's only 52 entries. So if you think about it that way. No, I don't like that. <laughs> that's a lot let's just say every saturday <laughs> okay. let's just do that excellent 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 I'll put it in my calendar <laughs> there you go all right so my realistic goal is to run a marathon at a ten thirty pace which for you runners out there is four hours 35 minutes and 18 seconds this for me would be realistic because I have run a few half marathons before but it is challenging because I've heard marathon training basically takes over your life Uh, so it would be challenging in terms of putting it into my schedule and getting the miles in and also a 1030 pace for me is really fast that's more of like a slow-ish kind of pace for a lot of people but for me it's fast so I'd have to build up to it so that's the most that's the one that I would kind of be scared to do physically. Like, like I don't even know if I want to get started because it seems so daunting. Mm. Yeah. Yes, that pace is, uh, I don't know if you remember my um, my speech in Toastmasters where I talked about the, the fitness challenge uh-huh, uh-huh. and running that in the mile. Um, that pace is still faster than my epic time i finished a mile in, in in the allotted time but um you know i'm still proud of myself for that uh, you should be you should yeah. be i have a question okay what 
compels you to one <laughs> to spend four hours and 35 continuous minutes running <laughs> <laughs> what compels anybody like what is the point <laughs> obviously i'm not a runner why why just tell me why um i think it's it's just like if you've if you've run a certain distance like a half marathon you just kind of progressively think your next challenge should be double that distance <laughs> like <laughs> it's not a two-thirds marathon like there's no incremental between half and full um i mean there may be but there are very few of them uh and like the marathon is like the kind of the thing that every runner like wants to do at least once I mean, not every runner, but a lot of runners, you know, they're always talking about having marathons, what's your next marathon? And then there are all these like really, these are really like cool marathons in really cool places that would seem really interesting too. Like, uh, you know, New York City, Boston, London. So, I mean, you'd probably think like, why would you want to go to London and run a, run a marathon? Like, no, that, you know, that makes a little more sense is if you're mm. running and you see nice things if you're just running around you know some random city that has nothing to see that sounds terrible but mm. you know at least if you're like running around but still four just like four, four hours and 35 minutes yeah. yeah of continuous running but i i mean i guess it's a challenge it's like mm. i you know something to say i did it if that's what you want to spend your life on, that's fine. Good for you, Lisa. I will be proud of you if you did a marathon. Wait, so have you done a marathon and you just want to improve no. your pace? No, I've never done a marathon before. So I'd have to like run one first mm. and then speed up. So there's like two challenges. That's why I'm not really looking forward to like starting it because I'd have to finish one first, which sounds awful so <laughs> yeah well, shouldn't one of your goals be run a marathon period <laughs> yes on on the list perhaps i have put that down <laughs> okay yeah so All where right. where would you want your what would be a dream location for a marathon i run? think new york city would be awesome to run because it goes through all five burrows mm. so oh fun fact i did a similar thing i was not running but uh mm. there's something called a ruit of ruedathan um so ruedathan so rueda is a type of like group dance um oh. out of cuba uh -huh. uh, similar to salsa i'll say that so you get in context but um it's like with a group of dancers it's like kind of like a flash mob and during the radathon it's like three days and and we dance in all five boroughs in different locations oh, that so that was cool. a lot of fun a lot more fun than running just <laughs> fyi but did you do, did you do the same thing oh wait i guess you did rieta in every borough it wasn't like a different uh choreography yeah no so it's like when you when you're all together someone's a caller they call out the moves and so everybody in the circle, mm -hmm. it's a circle. Rueda is a circle in Spanish for circle. Mm -hmm. And then so everybody in the circle will do the same move. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. And that was, that was really nice. I'd probably do that again. But yeah, you know, New York is a wonderful location for all types mm -hmm. of activities, I guess, including running. Mm 
<laughs> it's a very big deal, this uh, this marathon in New York City. It's one of the seven world... Like, if you're... Like, if a lot of some people, like, they, they, they want to run all seven of the world marathons. So, New York City is, like, a checklist to, like, do. So, it's... it's I remember deal. when P. Diddy did it. You remember that? Really? Puff Daddy? No. He did it? Yes. Good for him. He looked like he was about to die. <laughs> Literally pass away. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, why? Why? <laughs> I just don't understand. It's, it's a big deal. I think, but I also uh, saw, I think it was last year or maybe two years ago, where the guy broke the record. He did it in like two hours or something or less than two hours. No. Yes. Not in New York City. Yeah. No. No yes. one's broken the two-hour marathon time yes. yet. Yes. Two hours, one minute. Uh, no. I think it was at, I think it was at London. Two hours and mm-hmm. one minute. No, 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 no. All right, fine. You're going to look it up. Let me see. Look, I follow this, so I, I don't know. Really? I think that's what he was. Yes. Eliud um, Kipchod. Yes, he ran it in, uh, he ran London in 201, I think, or 202. No, he breaks the two-hour marathon, 2019. He did, but it wasn't on an official course, so it doesn't count. Oh, it wasn't on an official it was a, course. Yeah, it was on a flat course, and he had uh, What's wrong with that? Oh, now you got to have heels and dips and stuff? It was sponsored by Nike, I think. What's that? Yes, yes, I remember. Okay, yeah. Look, I, I watched that. I watched mm-hmm. the whole two hours on YouTube, I think. <laughs> it was so exciting. No, I watched the, like, fast forward thing. You watched two hours of somebody running? Maybe. Really oh, I watched, this. like, the replay, you know? Oh, the end. Yeah, they had, like, exciting. a time lapse thing. That's what I watched. It was, like, yeah. running. Or I think I, I watched the last watched two the minutes of the race or something. <laughs> I didn't watch all two hours. I would have. I also watched the Nike documentary on it because that was fascinating on the track. We deal on the track, anyways. What's a goal that you know it's very unusual? I would like to own a lot of blow up lawn Christmas decorations. I think I talked about this at the Christmas episode. I want like so many blow up lawn decorations that like people come and like want to walk through my front yard and like ooh and ah, and there'd be like christmas music and like fake snow going like i want to be an attraction in my local neighborhood okay like you know like lisa's winter wonderland yeah you could charge people no no i would never charge people i would just (laughs) okay i asked for donations (laughs) no okay oh that's great you're gonna get the nobel prize because of your philanthropic Christmas decorations. Oh gosh, I would need <laughs> I would need a big one because there's people who like go real big. I don't know if I'll go that big, but so is it is it um most people gonna blow up or are you gonna do lights as well? I think I will start with some blow ups and then think about design with lights. You need lights. You can't have Christmas no lights. That's true. Look, first I have to buy first I have to buy my first lawn thing and you don't also even I have one some lights no i don't have one i just why okay why, why is this why is this on your list why They're is this expensive. on your list why why because 
I have an aspiration. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but what what got it? Like, did you see something? You know, a house on your street or on TV, and you're like, wow, that looks really nice. What triggered your okay. desire? I, I saw this. I saw this this lawn blow up. I'll call it an ornament, right? It's it's a snow globe. So like inside, there's like blowing styrofoam, and I'm like, oh wow, that looks so cool. And like inside, the thing is moving, like ice skating or whatever. I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. So, like that got me started. Like, oh, what if I own like a ton of these? But to buy one is like really expensive. So I haven't pulled the trigger yet. <laughs> mm, interesting. Yeah. And then I gotta think about storage. You know, because I gotta store these. 11 months out of the year but if i did have this i mean they'd they'd go up after halloween (laughs) of course you need lots of time for people to see this uh monstrosity of uh, (laughs) blow up decorations i wonder if they could be powered by solar like they they could collect solar during the day and then release it at night because i don't want to like a, a tremendous energy bill or be exactly. a kill the environment with my exactly right no, you don't want to do that. that lisa it should be sustainable it should be a sustainable operation yeah that's good add that yes sustainable christmas extravaganza true 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 yes that would get me on the news and then maybe a prize <laughs> maybe you designed the solar system whoa you see I'll get Kyle's help because that's his uh, that's his expertise now. You know. No, I'm saying a design, not sell. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds interesting, and yes, I don't think a lot of people would have that on their list. I do, you know, a lot of people would probably want to decorate their house, but with a lot of lawn <laughs> blow up things, probably not. <laughs> probably not. So yeah. Let's see, a goal on my list that probably a lot of people wouldn't have. I am into photography and I really like film photography and I would like to have a dark room in my house. So either make or build or, you know, cordon off somewhere in my house to use as a dark room to develop film and uh, process prints is a goal that I have. Mm. And probably a lot of people aren't even thinking about this because they're like, you know, I have my phone, I have a you know a digital camera. Who needs film? Well, film is I like film. I like the physical, you know, aspect mm. of it mm. and the quality as well. So, yes. Nice. Have you thought about, like, I have thought about it, but I think the chemicals, like, the disposing of the chemicals always, like, stops. Because that's like, a big deal, right? You just can't have one in anywhere. Yes. I would have to think about that. The chemical disposal. Well, maybe a she shed. You get a she shed with it. What is that? Like a shed in your backyard that's air conditioned and light oh. and, like, powered and... No, I have a basement and it's dark down there. So that is, you know, that's why I figured, you know, it should be easy. Well, I need to think about the, I need a sink and, you know, disposal method. I figure I could start off with processing the film because I think that's less, less chemicals involved. Like probably one major, you know, 
hazardous chemical and the other ones are not so bad, but the processing of the prints is probably more chemicals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. If there was a, because I used to take film photography classes in um, Southeast D.C. Um, when I was living in Arlington, but now that I'm in a different location, it's farther than I would, you know, like to go. But if there was like a there was there was a like a film place I could go and rent the space, mm-hmm. I would do that. But since there's nothing nearby, why not have a you know a little dark room? Mm. And uh, do you still have film cameras then? No, I need one. I have a crazy <laughs> story about what I gave away, and then. No, yeah, I need I need a film camera. Do you have one? Oh. Are you offering? I mean, I might. No, wait, do I have one? I gotta think about. It. I don't know. I don't think I do. Not like I'll really buy it cool if the one, price you know? is right. <laughs> Take it off your hands. <laughs> you might not want it. Calm down. <laughs> I don't know. It, I might. I might. Yes, want it. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I might I do. Will, What's the opposite you know, I, of might not? No, I might do. Look, my, my husband says he's going to get back into photography and that he also mm. likes film. That's what so. they all say, Lisa. Look, are you talking about yourself right now? Yes. <laughs> me included. That's what they all say, me included, okay? <laughs> that's hard. I mean, not being able to see your, your image, you know? Like, I know, that's what makes it so exciting. It's true. It's true. Alright. Should we should we move on to our uh most basic goal on our list and Yes. This is like Though yours I'm looking at the I don't why is yours so basic? I don't think yours is basic. Why don't you tell everybody what you You said listed? the question is what is the most basic goal on your list? Your yeah. answer is not basic. So <laughs> what do you what do you mean by basic? Cuz maybe our definitions are different. <laughs> I meant like like if you like so, mine mine was visit the cherry blossoms in Japan, which mm-hmm. I think is basic because that's what everyone thinks of when they think of Japan. Oh. I guess like they want to go see the cherry blossoms. Like everyone. Oh, you mean basic as in corny? Kind of like not original or like you know cliche. The most yeah. cliche. Yeah. Okay. For what basic, your, I thought you meant like definition? just something like super easy. I guess. Mm. Like a low-level entry goal. That's how I'd read basic. But let's see. No, I don't think I have a cliche goal. So in my definition of basic, meaning very (laughs) easy, low-level entry, it was to dress up nicely for five days straight going to work. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Back when we were going to work. Back when person, yeah, yeah. And when I mean dress up, I mean yes, I have you know business, you know business casual or whatever, but like dress in a manner in which I think is cute mm-hmm. and not regular pants and a blouse, <laughs> which is my normal outfit. <laughs> so that was my goal three years ago. Go to the <laughs> office every day. Maybe it should be my goal now. Maybe I should literally put on an outfit for work 
every day for five days. Mm. I mean, would it make you feel like better or more into work if you had to do that right now in telework situation? Mm, more into work. Maybe. Maybe. You know, if I don't have meetings, you know, who knows? Who knows what will happen to my wardrobe? <laughs> no one has to see me on camera. Of course, if I do have meetings, you know, at least the top half will be properly mm. dressed. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Do you think dressing for success, even in telework situations, makes you more in the work mood? Um, I think some days it does for me. And then some days... I don't have the energy to do it. So if I take the time to put on makeup, then I feel a little more ready for work than when I don't wear makeup. Because my camera is on a lot of the time at, during telework. Mm. Whereas some people, if they never turn on their camera, you know, some people like to get changed because I guess they don't want to be in their PJs all day. It just kind of changes that mindset. So I'm never in my PJs all day, but I definitely... Uh, and more casual than I would be in a real person setting. But makeup for me does change things a little for me. But that, I do it for me, not for other people. Mm hmm. I don't know. I don't know if dressing at home helps. I don't know. It's a good question. I'll have so to why? Try it out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so why 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 cherry blossoms in Japan, and why do you think it's basic? Um, I think because it's like I said, it's kind of cliche. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a very big celebration in Japan when the cherry blossoms bloom. Like the Jap the Japanese people who live there. Like the you know they they go and like enjoy the cherry blossoms you know it's like it's kind of part of um, like they're they they're very spiritual I think also very connected to nature um, the Japanese so when the cherry blossoms bloom they do celebrate it and I think that if I think that's just a very cliche thing to to just want to see the cherry blossoms in Japan because that's like where they're like. You know, there's a, they're up in abundance. That's where they're from. Uh, so that's why I guess I think it's cliche. But you I do the think it, I mean, I don't see uh, that as cliche because it's like, is it cliche to want to go to Rome and see the Colosseum or go to London and see mm. Big Ben? It's like, you know, a, a, tourist, a touristy thing to do, I think. Mm. Right? Okay. I mean, when you went to Paris, did you go see the Eiffel Tower? Yes, it was very cliche. <laughs> did you eat? Of course. Uh, what did they have in France? Uh, oh yeah, we ate croissants. Croissant, yeah, yeah croissant, yeah, okay. omelette du fromage. <laughs> Is that cheese? Yes. Okay, I don't know any French. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did cheese platter for sure. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. It's not basic. It's just a touristy thing to do and. If you're only there for a limited amount of time, like you would want to do, I would want to do some touristy things, but also some like off the beaten path kind of things. Right, yeah. a good mix. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with touristy things. That's why they're there. Well, not why they're there, but 
You know, if you go somewhere and you come back, they're like, oh, did you see this, this, and this? Like, no, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> What'd you do? Like what, would, like, what would you do? You'd have to find, like, a, a less, you know, a less well-known touristy thing to do unless you're mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'd still be a touristy thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I think a cliche thing is see the cherry blossoms every year in dc that to me <laughs> is cliche like what why they're the, they're the same <laughs> you want the same picture again <laughs> it's, it's literally the same <laughs> so yeah i did it i did it once and i was happy with the one time yeah me too i think because we live close-ish to it that's why we don't want to go every year no, but I'm saying people who live here want to do it every year. It's crazy. Yes, yeah, I know. I, I know some of those people. It's okay. It's all right. I'm just it's saying. A tradition. Love some people like tradition. You say it. So we made, we started making this list in 2018. I can't even believe we were talking about a podcast in 2018, Uh, but we were. So what goals have you accomplished already that you're pretty proud of? You're pretty proud that you got those done already. I started a podcast (laughs) last July. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Racism's Podcast. Tell me more. Yeah, I think you're listening to it right now. So, yes, I started a podcast. Um, I sang background vocals on a recording for my friend. Oh, did you release that to the public? No, it isn't. has not been released yet. Oh, exciting. But uh, I'm curious to hear how it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. It's, uh, it's a bit much. Mm. I did that. What was it like a uh, gospel, R&B, like soul? What were you singing? <sighs> I don't know if you could put a genre on it. It's, you know, her original songs. They have a spiritual element to it, but it's not a gospel mm, okay. feel, like a style. It's more pop, not pop, but alt, I don't know. Anyway. It's nice. I like it, but I don't know what the genre is. Okay. Did she approach you? You approached her? She asked me to do it. Well, actually, I was like, you know, I'm always playing around. Like, you know, if you need me to get on the track, you know what I'm saying? I could do some <laughs> oohs and ahs <laughs> on the background. And she was like, okay, yeah, let's do it next Tuesday. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yes. So it was fun being in the studio. Mm-hmm. A real studio, not the one I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I also started an online business mm-hmm. last year as well. This is all you in the 2020 pandemonium, you, you know. never to plug that on this podcast, so please do. Oh, yes. You know, I have an online business, Harold and Tyler. You can go to heraldandtyler.com. It is an inspirational merch line as well as a, a series of books, children's books. Um, I started it with my family. 
we've been having fun with it and yeah looking to grow that business write more books yeah it's really nice Lisa thank you for your support Kyle as well supported the business yeah what do you what do you think of what do you think of the merch high quality merchandise people high quality thank you Lisa Thank you, Kyle. Kyle's, Kyle's son loves the book and the shirt. So, you know, all you listeners out there, check it out. I did that. I'm very proud of that. What else did I do? Um, I grew a vegetable <laughs> at home. <laughs> I grew a, a bell pepper from a seed. Mm. From a you know from a bell pepper I bought at the store I took the no seed kidding. out put it in the dirt wow. it grew and over several months a new pepper or no two or three kidding. new peppers were starting to grow. Wow! I growing vegetables is a long process, <laughs> long and stressful, <laughs> and it it took like seven months and it ended in tragedy. It it, it it tragedy. I don't want to talk about it, but <laughs> and I'm like I'm looking at all these people on Instagram talking about time for my harvest. They got these full grown vegetables. I'm like, how did you do that? How? So I don't know. I need to. I feel your pain. I, feel your I need pain. to improve my uh, vegetable growing skills. It takes skill. Hey, you grew from seed. That that takes. That's awesome. Not many people can go from go from seed to plant. I mean, yeah. That's a skill. It's a skill. I, I did. So mm-hmm. pretty proud of that. I did a couple other things, but those are probably my. Oh, yeah. And I organized my t shirt collection. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Fun times. They're color, you know, color arranged. I'm thinking, you know, this is, you know, update on the t shirts. You know, I was adamant I did not want to get rid of my t shirts, they were precious mm-hmm. to me. Right. <laughs> They were my prized <laughs> possession. <laughs> but I'm thinking maybe, you know, for the right price, I would I would let go of some of these shirts. <laughs> I'm wow, open to it. That's a big step. It is. You're gonna need a you're gonna need a blog. You're gonna need a blog so people can I know. I need to offer. start a blog on my t shirts. Start an offering service. That's right. But yeah, that's that's next step, next step. Wow. Wow, big step. What happened? Did you? I was just like, why not? Because my brother came over and you know, he was looking at the t-shirts. He's like, can I have one? I was like, if you pay for it. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll give you $10. I was like, hmm. He gave you a whole $10? <laughs> wow. I gave him a discount. I gave him two for seven. Okay. <laughs> but I'm sorry, listeners, you will not get that kind of price. <laughs> the t-shirts are worth way more than seven dollars to me which which one did he did you let him take if we might ask he wanted a long sleeve shirt i had one in a dark color mm. it was i think a shirt i got from a college tour at old dominion university of which i did not attend <laughs> so <laughs> you know it's just a t-shirt reminding me that i actually did yeah. go there at one point and yeah. was considering the school but did not go Mm. So I said, you know, why not? You can, you yeah. can buy this shirt. Nice. There's no real sentimental value there. Mm. 
Did you take a picture of the shirt before you gave it to him, or you just? I, I have pictures of all my. I have. I have. I, I've taken pictures of all my shirts. Oh, you have all the pictures already. Yes. Gotcha. Well, good. Good. I'm proud of you. Recondo you. that T-shirt collection. <laughs> I know, right? Oh <laughs> uh, yes. But are you still collecting T-shirts? You won't stop doing that, right? Can't stop. Won't stop. Okay. <laughs> Like Kyle said, every every line I say is from a song, TV show, or movie. No original lines. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, yeah, I mean, I won't, I'm not as, you know, gung-ho, but I'm not going to turn down a free t-shirt. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Never going to happen. <laughs> I will accept. Hey, did you get a t-shirts. t-shirt from that uh, charity run you did? Like during yes. Memorial Day? Oh, nice. Yes, I did. Nice. Nice. Yeah, a lot of races give out shirts. Just saying, you know, you could do some more races. <laughs> I didn't. And that I didn't. I didn't run that. I that was a walk. That was a stroll. <laughs> it was a run walk, so I walked it. There was no running involved, but yes. Awesome, awesome. All right, so in 2018, I finished 18 races. Uh, because I saw this hashtag and I was like, oh, that sounds fun. 18 and 18. So I ran 18 races, a mixture of 5Ks, maybe one 10K, a half marathon, and like some other like fun races in there. So I was pretty proud of that. Uh, I think I made I made a bet with someone because I told someone like in April, I was like, I'm going to run 18 races this year. And this person was like, no, you're not. I was like, hey, yes, I am. <laughs> so I think we bet like that person would run a 5K if they lost. And then I would be like a, uh, a photography like lackey for a day if I if I lost. But of course I won. Mm. And then that person eventually ran a five k. Then the, then the pandemic hit. So because like it was the end of twenty nineteen and the five k still hadn't been run. But I was still pretty proud that I finished eighteen and eighteen because that's more than one race a month. Yeah, that's a lot of races. And then when I finished, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm already doing this. So I also completed 40 races by 40. Uh, and then in 2020, because of the pandemic, I had to do a lot of them virtually. So it wasn't as fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I still got some medals and some shirts. But I mean, Jasmine will be very appalled that I do not keep some of these shirts. Cause what do you do not, with the shirts? I like uh, donate them. <laughs> really? Yeah, because some of them aren't, you know, they're not, no, not my, oh. I don't, I don't want to keep every shirt I get. Interesting. And some races only give out medals, so I'm, I'm there for the medal, not for the shirt. I Can like you medals. like opt out and say, I do not want a shirt, so they don't even have a shirt for you? Um, no, usually they just send it to you or give it to you, so actually, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I've kept most of them though. And if it's like a tech t-shirt, like a sweat wicking one, I'll definitely keep it. But like the cotton t-shirts, yeah, mm. yeah. That's too bad. You haven't caught the t-shirt bug. I I don't have the t-shirt uh, collecting. <laughs> <bug>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and let's see. So my mom, I hope she's okay with me saying this. She turned sixty this year. So we were going to throw her like a big party, but COVID, we didn't. But we had a great vacation that was right around her birthday. And she got to, you know, watch all of us have a good time and spend time with her grandkids. So I thought that was a pretty, 
pretty cool thing that we got to do. And I'll thank my sister for doing most of the planning. Well, all of the planning for that. So thanks, Nina. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see. I think that's it. Those are my pretty pretty proud of moments for the last two years. Three years. Gosh, three years. That's all you've, that's all you've done? What? All I've done? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the list. I mean, you did. Other, uh, those are the most proud moments, but you've yeah. done other things. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Wait, yes, let yes. me. Can I read one of these? Very basic in my definition. Okay. <laughs> very basic goal that you have on your list. Mind you, folks, this is a bucket list. <laughs> there's no rules there's no rules there are no rules but this is interesting one of your stated goals on the list is and i'm quoting buy coconut oil and apple cider vinegar (laughs) (laughs) how that's a trip that's literally a trip to the grocery store it's not even like hard to find ingredients tell me why is that on the list why did that make okay. I didn't say put your grocery list on the list. <laughs> Why is that on the list? <laughs> okay, I should have I should have I should have said um try out natural face uh, skin routine <laughs> that would okay. so silly right <laughs> okay okay so you made some sort of concoction or <laughs> So I was using the apple cider vinegar as a toner uh, and then the coconut oil, you could use that. I was using it as a makeup remover as well as a moisturizer. Uh, so I tried that out. Uh, mm-hmm. Did not work for my old, dry, wrinkly skin. So I okay. went back to my, I went back to my manufactured products after mm. about a month. And also, I feel like the coconut oil clogged up my sink like real fast. So because it like. It, it becomes like a liquid in your hand from the heat, but yes. once it gets cold, it's a solid. So it just like solidified in my bathroom drain. So there was a downside, and then it was too oily, mm. too oily, for, and I did not like smelling like coconuts the entire day. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not a smell you want all the time. Mm. If I'm being honest, mm. so I mean, were there other? Products, not products, but things that you tried. Or was this the only natural? Uh, yeah, this was the only one because, like, I was reading online and like these were pretty much like the natural people's choices of things. Though I will say, I still use apple cider vinegar, um, but I use it. I mix it with water and I use it as a clarifying th- shampoo. Not shampoo, but clarifying thing. Mm-hmm. to like rinse out my hair before I apply shampoo to like clarify it. So I still use the apple cider vinegar, but the coconut oil I don't use anymore and I I don't even cook with it. I just <laughs> I have it just in case. But I also bought a face roller, uh, a jade face roller. Mm. Um that's really nice and like it's a cooling effect and for puffy eyes or just like puffiness in general, I like to just massage my face. And it helps. So. I feel like it's it's nice. It like refresh. It's refreshing, and it does uh, because of the cooling effect. It does it does reduce the puffiness. Yes, on a okay. partic and, it, and it's supposed to like help with like blood flow. Mm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, I changed up my face, my facial skin routine, <laughs> not just 
with my grocery list <laughs> right i was like what is this now i will say i have you know i have used these pr- products mm. not for the face but you know oh. the apple cider vinegar for the hair uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. find the scalp and also the coconut oil for the scalp to moisturize Ah. But no, I never thought to put coconut oil on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I follow this much. blogger and that's all she uses, but she's also like younger than me and started using it like so like for her it works because that's all her face has kind of known is this is coconut oil, but for me like my face has known store-bought mm, yeah, products. You so. Yeah, you can't go back. <laughs> yeah. I would suggest like witch hazel. Is a popular toner. Okay. Okay. Looking for something simple. Um, but a uh, oil. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what people use to moisturize. Yeah, I'm okay with my dermatologist. Probably shea but butter. My... People use shea butter or cocoa mm. butter. Yeah, but coconut oil. Mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. <laughs> I would never think to do that on my face. <laughs> Just because of the smell. I mean, if you could find a coconut oil without a smell, that might be better. Oh. But even when I use it in like baking or something, I could taste. Mm. I don't really like that taste. Yeah. um, Okay. Interesting. Now, thank you for explaining (laughs) why that was on your list. (laughs) Makes a lot more sense now. Okay. Okay, let's finish off the episode with some of our goals that we hope to accomplish this year. So I'll go first. Uh, I used to make yearly photo books for my kids because I love taking photos and I love making, like designing books online, like laying them out. Uh, But I stopped this in 2016, which is the year that we moved houses. And so I have five years of books to make and it's like really daunting. So I'm really hoping to like get like at least a 2021 done um and also want to start uh the tradition of making family family calendars for for myself and the grandparents to have like all the grandkids in there and stuff so that's my goal for this year Uh, i need to put on the calendar to start it otherwise like it's i'm going to keep pushing it off yeah how about you that's it like that's a big one. <laughs> and it, that does sound hours. yes. That does sound <laughs> like it takes, it'll take photos. a while. Not just one year; it's several years. Right. So I'm gonna go backward. Yeah. Well, you're gonna start from I'm this year and go backward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. That's a tip for everybody. If you're gonna organize photos, start from the current year and go backward. That way, you're not always feeling like you have to catch up. Like at least you got the current years done. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, let's see. For me, hire someone from a gig economy website, such as Fiverr, mm. to help with the online business. Mm-hmm. I could do that. That's a good idea. Mm. I've always, well, for a while I've wanted to make a family tree that, like, I can display. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, ancestry and everything. I don't know if I want to like create it myself or if I want to like print something off, but I do want to have a display of my family tree for me to hang up my house. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So maybe I'll try to do that. And it's not on the list, but I do need to start my t-shirt 
whatever I'm going to do with these t-shirts, either <laughs> a blog or whatever. I need, mm. to, I need to do that. That's on the list as well. You know about, you, would you like to buy a mannequin so you can put your t-shirts on it for like photos? Buying a mannequin was on the, is it on the list? I've <laughs> been wanting to buy a mannequin forever because <laughs> I have like a couple of outfits mm. for my travels. Like I have a um, kimono and I wanted I wanted to have a couple mannequins and I just like dress them up in the basement. Yeah, I thought yeah. maybe that would be a little creepy. No, just it's have... like a showroom. Yes. Put them underneath the spotlights. Oh, you have a kimono. But I would love to see that. I've decided I'm going to make a a rod. Mm. Have you ever seen them like a rod that the kimono's hanging on and you just hang the rod up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make that rod and hang it up in my room. So that's what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. So no no mannequins for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause they're not they're not they're not cheap. Some of these, right, right, like dress no. mannequins. What's wrong with your doorbell? Are you going to fix your doorbell? <laughs> oh, Lisa, don't talk about my doorbell. <laughs> so ashamed. Who rings doorbell. it anyway, right? Who rings huh? it anyway? Who rings it anyway? Well, nobody now because they know it doesn't work. <laughs> we get a ring doorbell. Then you don't need to fix the uh, the existing one, right? Does it work that way? No, I have it no doesn't idea. work that way. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't want to talk about my doorbell. Okay. <laughs> um, only good vibes, Lisa. Okay, only, sorry. Good vibes only. <laughs> so these photo yearbooks, are they like physical photos, like an album, or are they like mm-hmm. Shutterfly? Shutterfly ones, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I like, I miss the old photo albums. Mm, like I have, scrapbooking stuff? No, oh. regular photo album where you just put the photo in the sleeve <laughs> and you flip it. Little fancy scrapbooking. No, we have like tons of photos because, you know, before digital cameras, you mm-hmm. got the film cameras, you developed them, you got the photos back. So I need to organize those, but that's too much. Mm. Too yeah. much. I did I did organize my photos in terms of I got rid of duplicates. I organized them into like categories so that one day I can scan them and then have a digital copy. I've always that's still on my to-do list too. Yeah, I hear you. Childhood photos, lots of them. What else do you want to do this year? I said a lot. I said several <laughs> things. What else? I mean, on this list, I do want to do like a remix. Like I want to remix a song to a house beat. I just, I would would like to do that. But that's not, that's not on my must do this year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I like to do. So, do you think you'll get through all of your bucket list items? Right now, you have 99 items on your list. I have 87. That's a lot. 
Right. Do I think I will? I mean, I'll get done. I'll say eighty percent. I could get eighty. Per, I could get eighty of them done. I think before I die. Eighty <laughs> percent. I think I could get eighty of them done. I'll add a one hundredth one and make it easier. I'll get eighty of them done. Really? I think I could. I think it's the most of them are pretty realistic. So you do plan on getting the Nobel? <laughs> Look, I, it's just twenty. I don't need to do. Okay, I only need to do eighty. Oh no, a lot of these are. Uh... Well, these are tricky. Oh. I mean, I didn't strategically come up with that 80% number, but in my gut, I'm thinking, mm. you know, how about this? 70 to 80. So there's okay, 20 to 30 70 to on 80. there. Right? That's okay. more realistic, right? That's still a lot of things. That's a lot of things. I, w- I would go, I would go 40, is it? Mm. So 40% of 87 is still like 40, 30 something. What thirty? Yeah, that's a lot. Things. That's a lot of things too. It's a lot to do on the bucket list. Yeah. Hey, look, you're younger than me. You got time. You got. <laughs> you could. You can do it. <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> that is true. I guess I can. Should we have like a monthly check in and say what have you done? <laughs> sure, we'll do that. Accountability. Accountability. How you know you can't get anything done without accountability, Lisa. That's true. That's true. I'd almost forgotten about this list until you reminded me. So, you know, I think we developed this extensive list. Look, I have other lists. This is not the only list in existence. (laughs) I have an idea Uh, list. mm. I have a to do list. Several lists that ever growing. And that's like one of the things I realized a few months ago. Like I like to make lists, Mm -hmm. but the lists never go down. They go up. Mm-hmm. Like my my Goodreads book list got very unwieldy. I said I need to. I'm not. I'm not ever going to read these books. I need to get rid of these some of these books. So I cut that down. My two watch lists on Netflix. I'm like, why is it? You know, why is it so long? I'm not going to watch all these movies. Mm-hmm. So I think it's helpful for me to not have such long lists because. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you have a long list, but you kind of never make progress on it, maybe it makes you feel bad. Like you're not doing anything with your life. Well, not with (laughs) your life, but it's like, you know, I'm not making progress. Mm. If you got rid of the list, maybe you wouldn't feel like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you ever have those feelings? Uh, I guess I never, like uh, having a, to-do list in which things don't get done never bothers me uh i like having the list so that i know it's something i want to do eventually and then i don't have to keep thinking about it this is the uh this is the joseph allen way of doing of getting things done is to put things on list that way they're not just floating around your brain so i've always so i mean i guess pretty recent in the last five years i'm okay with lists and i'm okay with lists being overdue even though he doesn't say even though he doesn't believe that's a good thing i don't mind if things don't get done but i like having lists Uh, Mm -hmm. but i don't keep like my like my goodreads list i don't really care how long my to read list gets on that i like knowing i like having the comfort that i always have a list to go through (laughs) i guess Mm -hmm. that's my thing i like having a list so i never run out of things to do or to read or to whatever's but 
at the same time, I'm okay if I don't get everything done. Like, it's not, to me, my bucket list is not actually a to-do list. My to-do list isn't an actual to-do list. Like, you know what I mean? These are like lofty, long-term goals that I'm okay if I never get done. It's just a goal. So I guess it's the mindset, you know? Like, if you had a mindset of my to-do list is my only list that I really have to get done, and this is like a fun list, or my Goodreads is a fun list, then, you know, I don't think lists should give you pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe you could have a Goodreads list or a movie list, and then like every year you like pick the twelve books or the twelve movies or something like you got to do this, and that will make you feel like you had progress. Yeah, I've started doing that. I have a mm. the long list, and then I have a you know twenty 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 one list. Yeah. yeah, already did that. Yeah, it's just just too much sometimes mm. but you like lists nothing wrong with lists i do love a good list yeah of course i love a good list mm. i have a lot on my uh already watched a movie list mm-hmm. see those lists are okay because i've already done them yes So that's our show, everyone. Thanks for listening to us talk about our bucket lists. And for today's Better World Nugget, I encourage everyone to make a fun list. It was really fun making this 100s list. I didn't actually think I could have 100 things that I wanted to do. Actually, I still have one more. I'm only at 99. But it was fun. Uh, You know, lay out kind of like long-term goals, silly, easy goals. Um, and it feels really good to cross it off. So at least this one, Jaslyn, I'm going to stick to 100 and no more <laughs> until I finish them all. How about you? What's your better world nugget? I didn't know the goal was 100, so I need to come up with <laughs> 13 more <laughs> just to be equal. Okay. Um, maybe I'll put buy orange juice <laughs> and then uh, totally attainable. <laughs> Like a really good quality. All right, an organic premium $5 uh, canister. Hand squeezed <laughs> orange juice. Um, yeah, I think it's nice just to have a record. You know, this is from three years ago. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you know, I don't want to do anymore. So it's interesting. Like, what, what was I thinking about? Three years ago, cryptocurrency. I'm not. <laughs> I'm giving up on that. I'm not about to mine a whole Bitcoin because that's gonna take forever. Um, but yeah, it's kind of. It's almost like a journal type situation. Mm-hmm. Putting your goals down, and uh, they say, you know, in order to achieve goals, I forget what the saying is, but you know, if you write it down, it's more likely that it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So. I enjoyed writing this list and I'm looking forward to checking more off. Awesome. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Racism Podcast. Before you go, be sure to like or subscribe wherever you're listening to know when we release our next episode. And let us know about your bucket list items. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter 
at Racism's Podcast and on our blog, racismspodcast.wordpress.com. And don't forget, please visit our Buy Me a Coffee page to show us that you'd like to see another season from the Racism's Podcast. Peace, everyone. Be safe. Music for this episode was created by Jasmine Dukes and Kyle Carson. This episode was produced and edited by Kyle Carson. 